You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Hey, hey, mamas. Okay, more off topic coming at you. I'm turning into Leonie Dawson over here who refuses to be niche. Um, but I feel like I know you guys and I know what stories might be relatable, entertaining, helpful, maybe empowering, insightful, etc. So I'll share what I feel you guys care about always. Um, okay, so I know a lot of you are moms, not everyone, but a lot of you. Um, and a lot of you are also moms of young children. So I wanted to share with you a cool parenting experience we had the other day um, around bullying, something that we hope our children never have to deal with. Um, and I'm going to do this in a way where obviously I'm not going to mention which son or any details that may share too much information, but more so the lesson behind it. So um, one of my children were um, being harassed for a a few months and, and nothing super alarming, just kind of someone who was just kind of trying to get a rise out of them. Um, and he always just kind of avoided the situation. Um, he didn't seem to be intimidated by the situation. At least he didn't let on to that. Um, there was a few moments that were concerning, but, um, nothing that kept us up at night, so to speak. Um, he just always, really did a great job of just avoiding the situation, not engaging, you know, not going to um, certain areas of the park, et cetera, if that was, if he was there. So anyways, um, things came to a head at school the other day where um, he, my son was approached um, in the bathroom when he wasn't so this boy wasn't also supposed to be in the bathroom at the same time as him and was um, assaulted at the same, in the bathroom. So basically went up to him and um, assaulted him. I'm trying to, obviously, you guys, just because of uh, the sensitivity of the topic, I'm trying not to go into too much detail here, but was assaulted physically in the bathroom. Um, so my son then left the bathroom and went into the hallway where there were teachers and, um, he was assaulted again in front of the teachers. This boy assaulted him again. Um, so anyways, he got into a situation where he needed to defend himself physically and it didn't get to that point until just the other day. And, um, and my son defended himself physically and um, ended up being suspended. So what is the moral of the story? What are the lessons we need to take away? Um, is there is there a right time to, to tell our children that it's okay to stick up for themselves, even if it means physical, you know, being physical? So these are all new things that we had to, um, to talk about. Now, um, I think, to be honest, my husband handled it pretty much uh, he took the lead on it um, because it actually happened around the same time that um, that our dog was put down. So it was kind of a lot of things happened at once, which I'm sure any mom and dad can relate to that. Um, but I think that the, the biggest takeaways here was that obviously, you know, 
making sure that our children know that we're on their team, I think is really important and not being reactive just based on what we hear happened from the teacher, from the principal, and really making sure that I think our first objective is that they know that we're on their team. And I think as soon as our children feel that, um, even if they know it intellectually, but they really feel that like, okay, like we're on your team right now, like let's figure out what happened and let's walk through this so that they feel that they're in a safe place to share the details without the fear of, um, of getting in trouble doesn't mean there's not consequences. And that's the second part of, I think, what's really important that um, even if there is a right time, which that is up for all of you to decide what you share with your children, but if there is a right time to defend yourself, if there's no other option, um, knowing that there still will be consequences in the schoolyard and in real life, in the real world, if we choose violence even if it's self-defense, right? Um, and under and really walking them through that and and how yes, there there will be consequences if you choose violence. So I think, you know, having gone through this for the first time, making sure that they feel that we're on their team so they can share everything. Um, under like making sure they understand that you know violence is never the first or second or third option, but if and when it does happen, that there will be consequences in real life as well, right? And then I think the next part of this, um, and hopefully it doesn't get to the part where you have to actually address the situation, but I think now that it has, um, you know, really explaining to him all of the options he has to avoid the situation, to protect himself. And also knowing that ultimately it is his responsibility to, to communicate if he's ever, um, you know, unsure or getting kind of even a bad vibe or he hears something or he's a little nervous to communicate that to the people that can help him. Um, help your child, right? So there's there's probably a lot of different things in place at the school that your children go to um, where they can where they can seek support and protection and guidance, even anonymously. Um, so those are the things that we really had to uncover, and we uncovered them afterwards. Um, and it, whether they were communicated or not, it didn't seem that my my son was aware of them. Um, so at our school, there are so many great things that um, the children can do to seek support, um, advice, um, backup, um, and to do so in ways that they feel comfortable. Because I think, um, you know, what the principal was saying was, you know, it's the child's responsibility to communicate. Well, they don't always feel safe to do that directly because they don't want to be um, a tattletale, right? They don't want to be a snitch. That's something that's come up. Um, they don't want to be a snitch, right? So I think um, really empowering our children that there's that that's not a thing, right? Like you, if there's someone who is being a bully, who is harassing, who is making anyone, even if it's not them, feel unsafe, that there should be a safe way of communicating that. So I think there's like a pink shirt day coming up. <laughs> But uh, I think it's there's some real good lessons in that, and um, we're we're lucky that we live in a we don't live in a big city, but it doesn't mean that um, even in the smaller communities, the smaller towns, that this doesn't go on, right? So, of course, 
we can always have empathy for the child that is doing the bullying, the harassing. But I think our biggest responsibility is obviously making sure that our children are safe and that they're being advocates for themselves and for other people as well. So if you have anything to add to this conversation, please shoot me a DM. I will be um, adding a few resources, not my personal resources, because this is not an area of expertise for me. I am not a child and youth worker. I am a mom who, you know, is navigating new things all the time, as are you. Um, So this is universal for our for all parents, whether you're an ambitious mama, an entrepreneurial mama, career, whatever, our children are going to come across different things. So we want to make sure that they feel empowered um, always. And um, I think ultimately this is all turned out. Um, good things will come from this. And um, and my son does feel empowered now. Um, he, he does feel confident that he stuck up for himself. Um, he knows that that is the absolute, absolute last resort and to be avoided at all costs. Um, but he does feel good that he was able to stick up for himself. Um, yeah. So not advocating violence, but that is what happened. And those are my takeaways. <laughs> Talk to you guys soon.